0: NBA Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network, presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosted same game parlays to live in-game odds, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today, bet $100, get $100 at sportsgamblingpodcast.com, slash WinBet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com, slash State restrictions apply. We're also brought to you by the College Basketball Experience. Yes, that's where I got my start. So if you need anything on college basketball, because it's March Madness going on, we actually have a game tipping off in T-minus 48 minutes. Tap into the College Experience. Subscribe on YouTube if you haven't already. And we're back with part two of the NBA Gambling Podcast. Moving on to the next game of the slate. And, you know, got to start with my guys. The New York Knicks, laying three against the Miami Heat on the road in Miami. Laying I three, think you mean 215 the is the total. Oh, they've been past surging. It's been past surging. Now they're just, they're 10 games above 500. Like, that's we're undefeated with Josh Hart. Yeah, they are undefeated with Josh Hart. I forgot that. All right. Uh, what's that? So, Knicks Lang 3, 215, is the total injury report for these two teams. And we have for the New York Knicks, clean, <laughs> So, they're healthy, <laughs> and they're on a winning streak. And you have for the Miami Heat, Jim Butler's questionable, Kyle Lowry, and Jovich, and Yertsevin, all on IR. So, actually, this is a relatively clean injury report for the Miami Heat, which is crazy. I mean, it's easy for me. I don't know how easy it is for you, but it's very, very easy for me doing this one.
1: You keep fading the Knicks out of principle, but they keep winning. I'm going with the Knicks. Uh, I had them against Do the I Nets. Do I keep
0: fading them out of principle, or is it... I've only it's faded them twice in the past. i only faded them twice in the past couple of games. i like them easy, twice in the past couple games. Uh,
1: I'm, I'm going with the Knicks. I'm not going to overthink this. Uh, I was on them against the Nets. They won comfortably. This team's won, as I said before, seven straight. Uh. I'm, I'm just looking at the heat, and I'm really not impressed. Yes, I know they beat the Sixers in that one game. Then they got buried by the Sixers without Embiid, which has actually happened a lot the last couple of years, where Embiid sits and Philly just dominates anyway. But mm-hmm. Miami's really not been good lately. And I acknowledge they're at home, so maybe that'll help. But I can't fade the Knicks. This team is surging. They're playing really, really good basketball. They're the second hottest team in the league behind Milwaukee – They've lost five of their last six. I'm just on the Knicks. I'm not going to overthink this. I know the Heat historically have given the Knicks problems, so that could be why this line is a bit short, but I'm going with the Knicks, and I like the under in this game.
0: Mm. <sighs> Nah, I'm still going to do it. You make good points, and the Knicks are playing really good, but catching the Heat is a home dog. Like, you don't get that too often, and that's a really, real spot, the really good again, Really, you're the Knicks
1: again. I didn't see that yeah. coming. I'm shocked, you know?
0: Mm, well, you know, after making so many cash, betting them, and uh, the couple of missteps that we have. Now, I will say the two times that i fade the Knicks during this streak that I can remember were the Knicks both times and Atlanta, and they blew all three of those games out. So, I, th- I might actually put something on on the Knicks to blow them out and then on my reg- regular Miami bet. I got plus money both ways. But, no, nah, I'm going with Miami here. I think that this is – I mean, come on. The, Miami owns New York like as a team. The Knicks have not beaten Miami three times in a row since 2008.
1: That's actually like, crazy. 2008, <laughs> so they play wild. four
0: times a season. Four times yeah. a season since 2008. They have not beaten the Knicks three times in a row. Like,
1: they won they, the first meeting by two about a month ago, but that uh-huh. game came down to the wire as well. That game went into 210, by the way, so I'm going to lean to the under. Yeah,
0: and then you have – I think it was like last season where the Heat were sitting a bunch of people and the Knicks got a win there. So they're currently on a two-game win streak against the Heat, but this doesn't happen often. Like, they, I just – I just know as a team, it doesn't matter how good the Knicks are or whatever they have going on for them this season. Miami typically beats the shit out of them. And I'm gonna just go ahead and back that again here. I got you got a Thibodeau versus Butler matchup, so hopefully Butler's playing with a little bit more energy. I know this team just talked about they're tired of losing games, and then they came back home and lost another game. And by the way, if you own Miami season tickets, you really got to be hating yourself. They are such a bad home team; like <laughs> they're a really, really bad
1: home team that you got to be hating life. But
0: this the record time they're at catching home is
1: Okay, their ATS record's not good. So
0: yeah, well, okay, maybe. So maybe you're feeling a little bit better, but. and on the season as a home underdog. I like them catching them as home underdogs rather than them laying points in any situation at all whatsoever. So I'm going to continue with that trend and go with Miami Heat plus three here.
1: For the record, the Heat are 19-11 and straight up at home. But uh, the Knicks in that game where they won by two, I I have to mention in that game, Brunson did not play and R.J. Barrett had a 30-piece. If you're giving up a 30-piece to R.J. Barrett in 2023, I'm not picking you to win this game. I'm going with the Knicks.
0: I wonder what RJ's line is tonight.
1: Uh, I think it was short. I think it was around like, seven. was it, 17 and half? Oh, it's 16 and a half now. It was 16 and a half. okay. I knew so it was 17 and
0: a half last time is 16 and a half now. Hmm. They keep dropping it thinking that I'm not going to take it. And I'm probably going to take it. Where's Josh Hart? That is, oh, you bastard. Eric can't even Josh complain Hart.
1: about his diminished role because they keep winning.
0: Yeah, you really can't.
1: That's a big reason why they keep winning. I said they should have given him less shots for months, and they finally did, and they've been winning a bunch of games.
0: Uh, They don't have Josh Hart's number up. Whenever they post Josh Hart, we're just going to back Josh Hart again. Josh Hart's getting, like, everything.
1: Yeah, for for Hart, I'd probably pivot more to, like, steals and, like, rebounds. He's been very good in that area. Mitchell Robinson, double-double. I've mentioned a couple of times that cashed again against the Nets. Uh, If you want to go back to that well, you can get that at plus 285 a pretty solid price 285 Mm
0: -hmm. yeah mitch robinson just said he was the best uh he was center in new york center in new york yeah and you know what he might not be lying
1: no (laughs) claxon has not played well lately so i'm not gonna
0: He, he might not be lying all right i am good on that note 215 is total
1: i'm on the under these teams always have physical wars and they kill each other so i'm on the under And the Knicks want to run, but Miami will do whatever they can to prevent these teams from running. And then you got a Thibodeau versus Spolstra fourth quarter, which might have like 42 combined points. I'm on the under.
0: Yeah, I'm on under. Pretty simple for me.
1: All right, next
0: game on the slate, we have the Utah Jazz going to play the Oklahoma City Thunder. This line opened up minus three Utah, but guess what? Minus one OKC. 231.5 is the total. That's come down three points from 234.5. Injury report for these two teams, and we have for the Utah Jazz, Jordan Clarkson is out. That's probably where that line movement is coming from. Colin Sexton, you know, is on an IR, and uh, uh, we have for the OKC Thunder, SGA, Health and Safety Protocols, he's still out. Other than that, pretty smooth for the OKC Thunder. This line did exactly what I wanted it to do, so...
1: I'm on pretty, Utah.
0: It's pretty simple and easy. Taking you're taking Utah Jazz.
1: Yeah, I'm taking Utah anyway. I, I said that I thought the Lakers would cover against the Thunder despite missing LeBron because the Thunder can't guard anybody, and the Lakers scored north of 120. It's been a common theme for the Thunder lately. I'm on Utah. They just lost to the Spurs. They have to give a better effort than that. I I think they're going to have a nice bounce back performance here. And they're going to dominate the glass. We just saw that in the last meeting. Went to overtime, but Utah won every rebound in the overtime period. I think Kessler and Markin and everybody's in line for a double-double or for them to go over the rebound props. The rebounding disparity is going to be huge in this game. I'm on the uh, – yeah, I'm just going to go with Utah. I'm not going to overthink this.
0: No, it's super easy here, guys. Like, it's super-duper easy here, guys. You just take Utah as a dog. Like, that's it. You you get Utah as a dog. Yes, there's no Jordan Clarkson. That's really just going to open things up a lot more. No Sexton
1: for... either. So
0: Yeah. And watch out for uh, Abaji watch how he come in here and he might get f- hot from
1: three i think i might actually end up taking
0: his threes today
1: but i would only take his threes i wouldn't take points because i think he's just only going to shoot threes on this team
0: yeah but. i wouldn't i wouldn't waste time points either he's a 40 percent three uh three-point shooter though so
1: yeah
0: all right uh 22 eight and one as a dog if you're if you're not following along with this I'm pretty sure everybody saw Utah as a dog and just instantly went and bet Utah and if you didn't you are late to the party next game on the docket I'm on under two
1: uh, uh I think I'm gonna lean over because the thunder really don't guard anybody but I don't have a strong opinion but I'll lean over.
0: All right, next game on the docket, we have the Memphis Grizzlies going to play the Denver Nuggets. Nuggets are laying five. That opened up at six, now down to five. Two thirty-four is the total. That's come up a point and a half from two thirty two and a half. Injury report for these two teams. And you have for Memphis clean. Only thing is Steven Adams is still out. And for the Denver Nuggets, Aaron Gordon's probable. Michael Porter Jr. is probable. And that's really all that really matters. So you should see a pretty full supporting cast from both of these two teams.
1: Do you consider this a revenge game after Memphis was up like 30 in the first two quarters against Denver about a week and a half ago?
0: I mean, I think the only, my only concern here is that Memphis is really good defensively, man. Like, out of everything, like, out of all the woes that Memphis has had over the past few weeks or so, defensively, they've still been pretty solid.
1: Yeah. Um, I'm going to lean to Denver in this one. Memphis still not good on the road. I mean, they are 12 and 18 straight up on the road, which is awful. Uh, Nuggets are 28 and 4 at home. We know how good they are at home. But Jokic has still. Done well against this team. I mean, you're looking at how badly the Nuggets played as a whole. Look they just they just no showed the game. For me, I'm gonna go with Denver. I just think five's too short for a team that's twenty eight and four at home against a team that's below five hundred on the road. So give me the Nuggets minus five. This one seems a little bit low.
0: Um, I don't think this is the blowout that it was.
1: I don't think Memphis, it's a blowout, but-, but I think Denver wins by like ten. <laughs>
0: But I, th- I think uh, I'm the I My 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 tiebreaker just keeps going back to that Memphis defensively. Like they were one of the top five teams defensively in the past five games. Even before the off star break, when they were losing a bunch of games, they were still playing pretty solid defensively. And it it's a lot of testament to Jaron Jackson Jr. being able to hold down the interior of the paint and. Uh, Dylan Brooks and those guys being able to help lock things down on the on the exterior. I think Jokic is still gonna have a really good game in this one, but I, I can see Memphis keeping this having a lead. I can really, really see them having a lead and blowing it towards the final minute or so of the game, to be honest, and end up losing by like two or three points. So I'm gonna go with Memphis plus five. Yeah. But I don't I don't think I want to lay I don't think I want to sprinkle on a money lot of Memphis today. I really can see Denver just somehow – because they win games. Denver continues to win games. I can never take that from them. They continue to find ways to win games even when they're difficult. So uh, I don't think I want to sprinkle on Memphis on that money line. But I do think that this is like a similar to that Boston Celtics spot and Memphis just covers somehow some way late in the the game.
1: I'm just going to take Denver at home, weighing a pretty short number.
0: All right. uh, 234 is the total
1: take them in only lean under in this one. Uh, each of the first two meetings ended up landing in either the 190s or 200s. I think this total is way too high. I'm going to take the under.
0: Yeah, I'm going under as well. Like I said, Memphis is really good defensively. I think that they'll be able to hold uh, Denver down for the most part. I think like a first half under even more than the full game. What's the first half number? I say one almost at 115. Sorry, it's decent. But I think Memphis just, they've been good defensively. And Denver's not a train wreck, like on the other side of the ball, as you would think they would be. They're really not a train wreck on the other side of the ball. I could see this being one of those really contested Western Conference games where both of these two teams, national TV, filling each other out, kind of a slow barn burner. Hopefully, not a lot of fouls. Yeah, I'm I'm good. I'll go with the under 234 here. Are
1: are we in agreement if Memphis wins this game? Jaw just goes for like 35? Yeah. Yeah. That might be a player performance double you can be tempted by if you think Memphis <laughs> wins this game. Because I really just think Jaws is going to have to go nuts against this team if they're going to win.
0: Yeah, I really can't. That's the thing about them offensively. I really don't trust anybody else to No, they're terrible in the
1: half court. And bane has been good, but he hasn't been as good lately. But it's
0: it's because the defense gets them a lot of transition buckets that they'd be running the score up on people. All right, let's see. Bills Bills is
1: mentioning Nuggets first quarter. That's not going to get an argument for me. We know how good the Nuggets have been in the first quarter. Oh, yeah.
0: I like that. I like that. Good, Good reminder on that one. Although... I will say that uh, I don't know what they do on the road, but Memphis is a pretty good first-quarter team as well. Plus 720 for Ja, 35-plus in Memphis to win. Well, of course I would sprinkle on that.
1: I mean, <laughs> worst case is throw it in a long-shot parlay. Yeah. Uh, like, not a gumbo what? parlay, though, because those don't exist, but throw it in a long-shot no. parlay.
0: Yeah, no. No Because gumbo, you can eat different points. And gumbo, I would say more to like a round robin. You can have different parts of the gumbo and it'd be good. Like, you don't have to like everything in the gumbo. But, all right, let's see here. Next game on the slate. We have who is up next? The New Orleans Pelicans are traveling to Golden State to play the Golden State Warriors. Warriors are laying four and a half here. 230 and a half is the total. That's come up a lot. Three points, actually, from open at 227 and a half. Pelicans are, see, Jonas Valanciunas is doubtful. That's big. And you still have Larry Nance, Jose Alvarado, and Zion Williamson all on IR. And for the Warriors, you're not really going to know anything. Uh, They just played last night. Andrew Wiggins is still out for personal reasons. Hope everything is good with him. And maybe or maybe not. You see Andre Icodalo. I see Wiggins is
1: questionable. So maybe he plays. So we'll see. But I don't think he will. But keep an eye on it. All right. I'm on Golden State. I'm not going to spend much time here. Golden State has been really good lately. They are really good at home. I can't believe the Clippers were laying three points. I think it was four when the game closed. And I mean, that's just the Warriors are 26 and seven at home. Like, what, do we, what are we doing here? <laughs> New Orleans is horrible on the road. Yes, they beat Portland. Congratulations. But you're missing so many pieces. Valanchunas is probably not going to play. Alvarado and Nance. Your centers are Hernan Gomez and uh, Jackson Hayes. Is, is Are those your only two centers for this game? I think so. I mean, do you get bold and try to take a double double with either guy? I mean, I, I'm tempted by it. but you have no. Centers. I don't think I
0: would take a. I don't think I would take a double double with Hayes, but I would just, you know, take his ten plus rebounds for plus money, probably.
1: Yeah. But I, I can't take New Orleans. They're missing so many guys. I think that Golden State is going to continue to ride the home court advantage, and I think this line's too short. Plus, Golden State was down a bunch at halftime, then they were up by a bunch after three. They pulled oh. all the starters because they were up by 20 and change with a couple minutes to go. So they got a little bit of off time there at the end. But give me Golden State at home with a short number against an awful road team.
0: Uh, is there any way I can talk myself in New Orleans?
1: Uh, the only way you talk as if into it is if you're concerned about fatigue. But Golden State, once again, 26-7 and seven at home. I'm not going to – New Orleans is 11-21 and 21 on the road, straight up.
0: Yeah. Mm, dang, this is. Mm. I'm saying one. I'm supposed to four My gut's telling me to take My gut's telling me that the starters, Brandon Ingram. And because when you like, when you think about it, all right, Draymond, you still feel confident as a defender. I still don't feel confident in Clay Thompson as a defender.
1: And well, you, if you I'm should. looking he's at it, he's not a great defensive player.
0: Yeah, not anymore. But like I just don't see I don't see how they keep up with both CJ McCollum and Brandon Ingram who look like they're trying to heat up a little bit and this game's gonna mean a lot.
1: Would Ingram have 40 last game, I think?
0: Something like that. I I both of these guys are heating up and ultimately I don't trust a lot of pieces on this on this team. I really don't. But where I think New Orleans actually has an advantage over Gordon State is Even without Jonas Valanciunas, and it goes down tremendously without him, I still think they have an advantage on the boards. And I still think that when it comes to guarding the best players, there is nobody that is going to be able to guard Brandon Ingram or CJ McCollum. Whereas you still have Herb Jones, you still have Dyson Daniels coming off the bench. You still have some pieces that really get up defensively for New Orleans. So if you're telling me that this is a closer game and maybe Golden State, you know, pulls out championship mentality and is able to get this win, but I think New Orleans is going is coming out here at this point in the season and saying we've got to throw everything we can in every single game and somehow hold on to this play-in spot. So I'm, I'm going to go with New Orleans plus 4.5. I think you're going to see a really, really invigorated New Orleans team where even if they lose, they're going to keep this close.
1: Okay. Uh, I'm going to go with Golden State, but that's just where I stand.
0: Total sitting at 230.5. I like the over. Uh, I think New Orleans Orleans comes to play today, so I like the over.
1: The only concern I have is based on Golden State potentially being fatigued, but defensively, they've given up less than 106 in four straight games all at home. I think I'm going to go with the under. New Orleans offensively has still not been good. They just capitalized on a bad Portland defense. I think I'm going to go with the under in this one.
0: Um, Yeah. No, I'm still on over. I think that I think New Orleans. Well, let me. Is, what's the New Orleans team total? Mm. No, because I no because I prefer to have Golden State in there as well. Yeah, just give me the over 230 and a half. I like that. All right, let's see here. Next game on the slate. Oh wait, player props. Player props. Anything? Any props that you have? I already said that I'm I'm heavy on Brandon Ingram and CJ McCollum in this game. Just think that I'm going with the two best players that. Really, really should have a perfect matchup between them.
1: I think I am looking at Clay in this matchup. I actually liked his under threes yesterday because the Clippers have done a good job historically of defending him. I think Clay is going to have a big game here. Poole had a 30 and change. I think that tonight might be Clay's night. But I am considering the rebound numbers for either Hernan Gomez or Hayes because Plumlee had 18 rebounds in the first half yesterday. Mm-hmm. 18? I I have to at least point it out that Golden State's still not a good rebounding team. You think Looney eats on the glass today? No matter who they use as a center for New York. He's World,
0: gotta be out. He's the- gonna have to be out there because they're still gonna have size. Like they still have a lot yeah. of size on the course. So he's gonna have to stay out there. <laughs> All right. I'm not sold on Looney just yet. Maybe as the day goes on, I might buy myself into it, but not yet. All right. Before we get to the next game, I've got to talk to you about the official online sportsbook of Sports Gaming Podcast Network, and that is when, bet, March Madness is almost here, and you have so many ways to get down. You can do NBA, NHL, XFL, like I said, college basketball, tournament season is going. Make sure you fade the North Carolina a Aggies today. Fade, my guys. I love them. Those are my guys. They're ready to get to the crib and start spring break. Stony Brook plus money. Let's go. Sign up today and receive a special offer. Bet $100, get $100, limited to state availability, and... You also have the $1,000 biggest long shot parlay of the week, where if you hit the longest parlay of the week, you can get a $1,000 free credit. So much truth. all you have to do is head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet. That is sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T. Also just change, uh, offers subject to t- change terms, conditions at winbet.com. Must be 20. Order in present state. where play through winbet is available. If you or somebody who knows a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. And... While you're betting March Madness, make sure you get a First Half Unders t-shirt from the SGP and Merch Store, store store.sportsgamblingpodcast.com. And you can get 10% off when you spend over $40. Just use promo code Madness, M-A-D-N-E-S-S, and you will get 10% off your purchase of $40 or more, store.sportsgamblingpodcast.com. All right, next game on the sleep. This should be really quick. The, well, maybe it's not. The Los Angeles Clippers are playing the Sacramento Kings in Sacramento. Kings are laying seven now. I want you to note that this line was at six when we started the podcast. It is now at seven. 239 and a half is the total. That's come down a point from 240 injury report for these two teams. And I'm not going to have much to tell you about the Clippers other than the fact that they've already said that Kawhi Leonard is not playing and Paul George expects to play. Other than that, moving on to Sacramento Kings, you have Darren Fox, who's questionable with the wrist injury, and Rashawn Holmes, who is questionable with an illness. Is there any way, any shape, any form, any possibility of you taking the Los Angeles Clippers in this spot?
1: No, absolutely not. Uh, <laughs> this team is a team that I've been roasting for a while, and I was harsh on them, and you were even harsher. Nothing has changed. They're on a back-to-back again. They're terrible in the, in the second half of games. And the Kings ended up beating them in double overtime in a game that the Clippers should have won. But no. Uh, The only argument you could have is that if Fox is still out, then maybe you can give a case for the Clippers. But I can't do it. The Clippers are a team that I can't trust, even with leads. Fatigue's going to be an issue. And the Kings at home? Come on, they got to light the beam. Give me Sacramento.
0: Oh, I'm positive the beam is getting lit. It's just at the point. We missed four points. This line opened up at minus three.
1: <laughs> There's no surprise. I'm, it doesn't surprise me. I mean,
0: it doesn't. It. I mean, Kawhi is out. They already have freaking scoring. Well, just I, I can't mean, even roast
1: Kawhi, by the way. He's actually played several back to backs lately. So he's actually.
0: Trying. I know. They, no, they know they were really like they were really like hoping they got a win so they could slide that Kawhi out on the injury report and they still are not able to do it because they're on four and
1: actually I take it back he hasn't played back-to-backs but because uh, they haven't had any but he has played each of the last six games which might be that's a
0: record, a, that record is a record for the
1: last couple of years so okay all
0: right um
1: are you pivoting to Paul George if with Kawhi being out Oh no, my pivot
0: was to Norman Powell.
1: <laughs> okay. He was my terrible pivot was last like, game. He's kind of in I a slump now, so keep an eye on it, but
0: I know, I know, but my pivot was to Norman Powell. I just Paul George is really pissing me off.
1: Do you think it's fitting that he did an interview with uh, JJ Reddick and he said that he doesn't view himself as a number one guy, and then the game after he goes like five for fifteen? Shoot. Is that a coincidence? No. It's I'm just terrible, gonna throw it out there. It's a sad, i don't view myself as the main guy on a team and then he immediately goes like thirty percent from the floor, thirty-three percent from the floor. So I don't think
0: you want to hear that from a top 15 player in the league.
1: I think he's right. I'm not used to hearing people be that honest. Yeah, Hopefully you hear people say that there's the best a guy in the
0: league. There's a guy in golf that talks like that all the time. Um, I just watched the freaking special on Netflix. Uh what was it, Joel Dahmer? Joe Dahmer, something like that. Jeff Dahmer, something like that. Dahman? 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 Is that? I don't know. It's just some guy who's actually, like, he's a PGA guy, and he's. First of all, if you're in the PGA, you're good. But he's like, oh, yeah, I'm never like a top 30 guy. I'm like top 100 or whatever. And I'm like, wait, what? Is he the guy that said I have to
1: keep working out to be like the 71st best? Like, because somebody's got to be the 71st best? Yeah, yeah,
0: that's him. That is him, domin. Yeah. Oh, my God. Like, how do you talk like that? That is just funny, though.
1: That's just a hell of a soundbite.
0: And then he had like he went like he placed like sixth in a freaking uh, major and it was like dog do you, and they were literally asking him and they're like do you believe like you're like one of the best offers now because you're really good
1: <laughs> and that was recorded before rom was winning every tournament so just keep that in mind yeah all right um
0: no i can't get me off of the off of the clippers only way i could say bet the clippers is if you take them in the first half
1: you mean you I can't get he, on the clippers
0: yeah yeah i can't get sure. on the clippers uh, if you if you feel like that you want to go against the public i would go and i promise you publics all over this so that's the only reason I'm not officially locking up Sacramento minus seven because everybody's ballooned, the number up. But if there is a way that you want to back the Clippers and you're looking for some way, somehow to bet Clippers today, I would probably just take them in the first half and avoid a second half meltdown by any
1: cost. Do you think the Clippers actually guard Malik Monk this time? <laughs> yes. What do you have? 45 off the bench?
0: I, if you're asking me if I think Malik is, Monk is coming out and doing another 45, no.
1: no I'm asking if you think he scores like 15 or 20,
0: possibly, <laughs> no. because the sure. Clippers' defense has not been good. Like they have, they traded away like their sneaky good defenders, and now they have people that actually don't care about defense at all.
1: And if AKA Zubuck doesn't bonsai. play, by the way, I'm all over Plumlee rebounds. Yeah,
0: 100. I would, I would just take the starter, whoever is end up starting at center position to take their
1: rebound. I don't know about Zubak. I, I think Zubak is in a decent matchup, but with the injuries he's facing with how well Plumley's played, I am concerned that his minutes might get cut into. Because huh, Plumley okay. did play well yesterday. It wasn't his fault they lost. And Plumley gives them more versatility, and we know that the Kings want to run. So since they want to play up-tempo, Zubak might get killed in transition. So mm-hmm. I, think, I think I'm out on Zubak if he starts.
0: All right. I I mean, I'm telling you to take the under because the last game was like 300 plus points.
1: I think I'd rather and take the Clippers team total under. Yeah. I, like I mean, in the middle, because I'm not sure they're going to get any stops in this game. But with Kawhi being out too, I, I'm not going to take the Clippers to go over, but I will lean to the Kings. So give me the Clippers team total under if I had to pick an under. Because the first two meetings, the Kings the uh, Clippers scored less than 112.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that. You, you're never going to get me, you know, opposing you on the Clippers team total under, so I like that play a lot. All right. Last game of slate, we have the Minnesota Timberwolves on the road going to play the Los Angeles Lakers. Lakers are laying one two, twenty eight is the total injury report for these two teams, and we have Jalen Noel's questionable for the Timberwolves. Cat is still on IR. Anthony Davis is probable. D'Angelo Russell is out. Dennis Schroeder is probable. LeBron James, you know, is on IR.
1: Malik Beasley revenge game, <clears> even <throat> though he's already been on a different team since then, but still.
0: <laughs> I was like, wait, what? Vanderbilt, I, I, my Vanderbilt ge- revenge yeah, game? My, my gears wasn't turning. My gears you have a Beasley turning.
1: game. You have a Van- Vanderbilt could be in line for a decent revenge game here, but same story as you know, what we talked about, but still. A lot of former Timberwolves that are on the uh, that are on the Lakers. I'm on the Lakers. I'm, I'm not going to spend much time on this. Uh, they've actually. I'm, been trying to, I'm
0: trying to not take the Lakers, but like they are playing like pretty. good basketball What does Anthony Davis do against Rudy Gobert? Let me look at that.
1: Probably a lot. Uh, I saw his rebounds were twelve and a half. I like the over. He's done. He's had like fifteen plus and. I forgot the exact number. I think it was four of his last six, five of his last seven. He's had at least like 15 rebounds. So he's done very well. Um, Minnesota is another team that I don't like because I don't trust them late in games. And Edwards can have a big game, but they don't have enough sc- offensive firepower. You're looking at Connolly, who's basically washed at this point. Mm-hmm. McDaniels is okay. I think he's actually a pretty good player. Anderson I like, but he's not a great offensive player either. And go Bears, go Bear. They really don't have many scoring options. That's the problem I have with this Minnesota. But
0: somehow they'd be finding ways. Like, that's where also they'd be confusing me. Because somehow they'd be finding ways to score. And I'd be like, what is going on here? Uh, Where am I at? Okay, so last meeting between Anthony Davis and Rudy Gobert. Anthony Davis only played 17 minutes, but he has 17 points. So... I'm just going to let that be known. We got a 39-minute 42-and-12 for Anthony Davis. You got a 26-minute 26, 26 points for Anthony Davis. Uh, 32 minutes, 21 21-and-7. looks like pretty decent numbers. Nothing spectacular. He's probably going to cook Rudy Gobert more than likely. Uh, yeah. I, really yeah, I don't think I'm going to just go like... like I, I don't I don't want to take I just don't want to take Minnesota. I think that's really it. I, if I had to pick the lesser of two eagle, evils, I'd probably just go ahead and take the
1: Lakers. I think we're on the same page here.
0: Yeah, I really don't. I just yeah, I can't get behind Minnesota right now. And what what are they on the road? 12 and 18. Yeah, I'm fine. Let's just go Lakers. Lakers really need this. One. Even though Minnesota's won the last four, easy to see a tie turn. All right. I'm on the Lakers. I've decided. Totals at – what I say is total was at? 228.
1: This one I find interesting because I said the Thunder are a horrible defensive team, so I'm not going to overreact to the score in that one. Minnesota defensively, or just their games, have been kind of low scoring. Three of the last four have had less than 221. And the one that went over was against Charlotte with LaMelo. So, you know, that was a high-paced team. Uh,
0: I'm taking under. I am pretty. I feel pretty confident in this. I think
1: under. I'm going to lean under, but I don't feel that confident in it. I think I feel better on Minnesota team total under again because I really don't like their offense.
0: I feel pretty confident in that, actually, because if you just – I mean
1: – You have Vanderbilt and AD in the middle. Like I don't think Minnesota is going to generate much in the paint this game, so I think I'm on Minnesota team total under.
0: You have Minnesota last five games, 108, 104, 113 of Charlotte, one oh six to and one
1: thirteen to Charlotte's not good for that's league.
0: really really not good like that's why I made sure to say Charlotte in that one that's really really not good and then you have the one twenty four point game to Dallas who is really really bad defensively and as you were talking there. One twenty three is OKC. Okay, cool. One oh nine in Memphis. All right, that's a little bit more to our speed. One eleven to Dallas. That's horrible, that's, by the way. That's not impressive. That's that is not impressive at all. And then you have, you know, the outliers towards the end, uh, with Golden State at one twenty four and one twenty two New Orleans. But for the most part, I guess maybe going, you still kinda of expect that. Like those two aren't really too good. Defensive teams, especially Golden
1: no, no, State plays fast. So you get
0: especially more. those games were on the road for New Orleans and Golden State, and those are those wor- their worst spots. So really, I don't think that the Lakers are doing that well scoring wise right now either. I feel pretty good about an under in this game. I'm not gonna lie, I like the under two twenty eight. All right, is Anthony Edwards? I I, I just. When do you ever – I feel like I need to do more homework on Minnesota because there's got to be another prop on Minnesota-wise that is actually like you feel really, really good betting it other than Anthony Davis. I mean, not Anthony Davis, then Anthony
1: Edwards. I mean, he's the only guy that really scares you if you're a defense. I I really think the Connolly trade made no sense, and I'm not a D'Angelo Russell guy. I acknowledge that he's talented, but I don't think he's exactly a winning player. I've said it before – Connolly's a grown-up. He has chemistry with Gobert. I get it. Have they just not been watching Connolly for the last two, three years? He he can't score.
0: Yeah, he's he's father time is definitely getting to him. I
1: agree. So I I they don't have any options here. I think if you want to go for a potentially sneaky play, Kyle Anderson double double. He's had a lot of really solid plus price double doubles that he's had. And somebody's gonna have to rebound the ball for this team. Gobert might get in foul trouble dealing with AD, who might get to the line a lot. If you want to go for a serious long shot here, of course you can go with Vanderbilt if you want to go for a revenge game against the team that he used to play for, but I really do think Kyle Anderson's double-doubles have been worth a look lately because his price for those are insanely high. And just to read off the actual price for double-double for uh, Anderson in this game, Anderson double-doubles plus plus 1,000. Mm-hmm. He had a double-double last game against the Clippers. Took a rebound with 1 second left to get there, but still. Anderson's had a couple of double-doubles here and there. 10 to 1 is really just a bargain price for me. Looking at the last two games, 12 and 10, 12 and 9, even at a 9 and 12 game against Golden State uh on February 1st. He's he's had he had a string of three straight double-doubles in January. 10 to 1. That's a pretty nice price in my opinion. But that's my serious long-shot option.
0: I'm going to go... His line isn't up. It may not ever be up. But if he does get a line... I'm going Nasri over on points. I don't know what the line would be set at. But it can't be that high with him coming off the bench. And if I know anything about this Lakers team, they duck center smoke. Their best, they're best center ducks center smoke. Like <laughs> So, at the... They they give up a lot of points to the center position, and I don't trust Rudy Gobert to ever take a Rudy Gobert prop. So I feel comfortable with Nasri coming off the bench and giving me ten points or whatever. So, and he's had some really good games in the past three games. So, I'll be looking out for a Nasri prop and see if they drop that because I could feel pretty good about him getting some easy buckets on the second unit. All right. <laughs> Uh, I think that is it for our slate here. Before we get in a lock of the dog, I got to talk to you again about Talkify. Talkify, look, life is full of what ifs. So if you're trying something new when it comes to dating, Talkify is the actual best way for you to do it. They are one of the country's mo- number one modern matchmaking services that help you achieve relationship success. I've already told you about the SGPN Challenge, so if there are any of our teammates that are listening to this, you guys have the opportunity to get your first date comped by the company. And guess what? They didn't put a limit on it. So if you want to fly her out to Vegas for... The first weekend of March Madness, do it. Because guess what? Sean and Ryan were funny enough not to put in any type of stipulation to this other than they're paying for the first date. Noah, I'm talking to you. I I I might get get
1: fired for giving out that idea.
0: Yeah, for the most part. And then they take, you know, your paycheck and use it to pay for the date.
1: Yeah. All right. 80%
0: of their clients have met their match in the first 12 matches. Right now, Talkify is offering our listeners 20% off when you become a client at talkify.com slash SGPN. That is T-A-W-K-I-F-Y dot com slash SGPN for 20% off when you become a client. All right, Scott, Lock and Dog, let's do this. For my lock, I am going with Utah plus one. My i
1: for thought my, that was gonna be your default dog
0: no that's not juicy enough for a dog that is such a baby dog that's not even plus money anymore it's minus 102
1: if no, it doesn't dead. even like, count as plus money that's just yeah like enough.
0: plus plus one is like it could be either way that's not a dog that's not a dog uh, all right plus one for my dog dog i'm gonna go with hmm Don't feel comfortable with the Pelicans on the road to take them at plus money. But Denver is really good at home, so I don't want to take Grizzlies at plus money either. I could do the Heat. I feel pretty decent about the Heat, but the Knicks on a winning streak. Uh, No confidence in the Bulls to just go ahead and assume that plus money is going to be free over there. All right, I'm going with the Hornets. Plus 150. I'll take the Hornets.
1: All right. Uh, So for my lock on this episode... Trying to think of what my favorite play was because there were a couple that I was tempted by. Um, what do I want to go with here? Yeah, you know what? I'm just going to go with a simple one. I'm gonna go with the Trailblazers and Hawks over.
0: Okay. In that
1: one, I just see a bunch of points. I don't see any defense being played. Uh, we saw that first matchup laying 254 in trade and Trey didn't even play. Lillard might drop 50. (laughs) It wouldn't surprise me. Uh, New Orleans scored 121 against this awful Portland defense and Atlanta's defense. Since they made the coaching change, they've allowed 119-plus points in each of their three games since the All-Star break. I see a lot of points in this game. So give me the over. I think you'll see a track meet breakout between these teams. And for my dog on the podcast, you know what? I think I'm going to go with an alt line on that utah game i'm gonna cheat uh so i don't know we're gonna test some things out because technically utah would be a dog here, are you but teasing
0: be... over zero
1: i'm, I'm mentioning no i'm talking teasing about getting utah like minus th- like three and a half or
0: something. yeah you're teasing over zero
1: uh yeah basically but i i think that it makes sense especially with how good utah has been Uh, as a dog in general, if if you want to count the one-point underdog spot. I can't believe, like, four points of line movement came in on OKC when this team can't stop anybody. But for me, looking at the alt lines that I can get, I'll take Utah minus three and a half at plus 125.
0: All right. I see a plus 130 for you, actually.
1: I'll take plus 130. Appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. All right.
0: Other than that, you have it. We basically have the same picks.
1: I'm assuming you agree about that Portland over, right?
0: Oh, yeah, 100%. I'm playing that tonight. So I'm playing all of this. This is, is, I really like this slate that we have.
1: And my long shot pick of the night, I guess, would be like Kyle Anderson double double. I'm not sure how realistic it is, but 10 to 1 for a guy that's had one last game and he had nine rebounds the game prior. I think there's some value on that.
0: (sighs) Do I? Oh yeah, well we got the birthday game to look forward to too. That could be that could be something. That's a could there's a be. hundred and one bet out there, so we could definitely do that. All right. Anything else for people before we get up out of here?
1: Uh no, I got nothing else to add. You can find me on Twitter, Rice Show Radio. Besides that, did a tennis podcast this morning. Going to have another one tomorrow, and then uh, yeah, keeping busy. Going to have another one after that actually. So yeah, a lot of tennis content for me over the weekend and. It means a lot of content for you because it's all on Spotify. It's all free to listen to. And besides that, you can find me on Twitter at Reichel Radio.
0: Is there an overnight tennis bet I can get down on?
1: Overnight, no. Unfortunately, the 4 a.m. matches have ended because oh. they are so late in the tournament, the matches start at 8 a.m. now. So keep an eye on it. But you can bet some early morning tennis action.
0: Might have to get down on some early morning to the, to the section for tomorrow. to get me right before, you know, college basketball Saturday. Catch me on a pregame show of the college basketball experience on YouTube. Do you have any
1: futures for co- uh, conference tournaments set up already?
0: Ooh, I I haven't. I was planning on doing it live. Once I have
1: one that I got from Colby uh, <laughs> when I was listening to the show. I took Milwaukee to win the Horizon League at, Ooh, at okay. 10 to 1. And they ended up beating Wright State yesterday, so they're still hanging in there. But I really wish Detroit Mercy would have beaten Youngstown because the one seed would have been eliminated. But yeah. my only future right now, I got Milwaukee at ten to one. Are they going to win? Probably and not. And guess what? But-
0: they're at five to one right now. So you already, already are winning. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. So looking at the tournaments that are starting today, Charleston at minus one fifteen. I, I really like. They have such a good draw. Like everybody that beat them, uh, in the conference is on the opposite side of the draw. I'm pretty sure. So I think they're
1: Charleston's like, like the second or third best mid major. I mean, I, I think that Florida Atlantic team is solid.
0: They're liable not to make the tournament if they don't win this. Like, I just have a hard time believing that Charleston's not winning the CAA. So I hope they I would, do. The team's fun. Yeah, I would lay money there. Uh, you got to get down on. I know we, it hasn't gotten to the Big East preview yet, but you got to get down on Villanova plus 650.
1: Uh, I don't trust any team in the Big East. At least Villanova is playing actual <laughs> basketball now. They
0: got their best player back. They're going to be straight. They and got then, more
1: back, right?
0: Yeah. And so uh, the what were the other ones that they were talking about? Oh, yeah, the South uh, – the SoCon. SoCon – I'm on UNCG plus 280. And uh, Sprinkle on Chattanooga in
1: 1901. Okay. I don't mind Chattanooga.
0: And then uh, if you for WCC, Kobe and all of them are gonna tell you to bet Le Pepe Le Pew. um, I think it's just I think it's Gonzaga and St. Mary. Like I'm not wasting my time with the long shots in WCC. Yet. That that tournament is set up for Gonzaga and St. Mary to have the best possible odds. So As it should be. All right. That's enough gotta get people their time back check out the college experience on saturday i will have a whole long list of the futures that i'm all playing because i'll probably be betting them as we talk about them live on saturday plus we got the games uh this weekend unc versus duke this weekend really really big weekend, college basketball and what selection sunday is next weekend i believe so we're rolling rolling into march other than that, I really don't have anything else. Make sure you are tapping into everything in the network. He talked about tennis. You got uh, hockey that's been doing really, really well. I've seen the reviews there. We got MMA this weekend with John Jones. Check out their podcast on that. Tap into everybody. Uh, Arnold Palmer this weekend. That's going on right now, actually, with golf. So. Everything in, the po- everything in the network, NASCAR, make sure, you know, during the off season of football, just take in all the great content because there's really a lot of winners and everywhere. Other than that, I really don't have anything else to say. Nothing else to do. Make sure you like this video before you exit out. Like, all you have to do is hit the like button and then exit. If out you don't
1: screen. leave us a review, you're a coward. And if you don't like yes. this video, you're a coward, too. Yes. So, Matter of you- fact,
0: if you just don't do everything I ask you to do, you're pretty much a coward. So mm-hmm. I'm just letting you know that there. And Your I didn't pressure. say that. I didn't say it. My, the listener said that. I didn't say it. It's not I, gave coming you from a, us. I
1: gave you a Ponzi scheme on how to get a free trip to Vegas. Come on. <laughs> like, that's got to be worth something.
0: Oh, my gosh. All right. Nothing else to say. Nothing else to do. I have no other way of ending podcast. We're going to end it like this. We are out of here.